Happy Tuesday. Today, we are going to talk about why you need to jump on board with the gift card revolution. All after the intro. Here we go. This is the Find the Green podcast with your host, PGA Master Professional, Jason Rockhold. Good morning and welcome to Find the Green. Today we are going to talk about gift card sales and how it is so important to get on board with trying to promote these. This year it is estimated that we're going to have $160 billion spent on gift card sales. And if you do not put your best foot forward to try to get a part of this, you are really missing out. There are great benefits to selling gift cards, giving discounts, doing promotions with gift cards. All of these things can get that money coming in on your gift cards, which allows you to have a better cash flow, which allows you to have dedicated money that's coming in to help fund your pro shop, help stabilize during the winter months. And one of the great things about it is it is something that everybody out there has purchased at some time. And it's just a matter of showing them the value of actually purchasing a gift card from you. Now, I've got some stats for you. I'd love to throw stats out in the beginning and then kind of give you a plan to go with after that. But there was a study done by the Black Hawk Network that stated about 42% of people bought gift cards for themselves and for others last year. So they did both. 78% of people purchase a card for self-use if they were offered a discount. So if somebody offered them $10 extra to buy a $50 card, 78% of people said that they would purchase that for self-use. Now, this upcoming year, if you have the ability to do this by getting out and doing e-gifting or providing e-gift cards, 11% of all gift card sales of the $160 billion that's going out there, 11% of that is all going to be through e-gifting. So if you can figure out a way to provide that service, you're going to find that you're going to have a lot of people that are interested in that. One of the main groups that are leading this are millennials. They definitely are leading the charge in this one. Yeah, I said charge, pun intended completely. And the great thing about it is delivery can be in minutes. As soon as they purchase it, it can deliver them that email card and it allows that last minute shopper to be able to get that gift on time. 75% of people still love to have that physical card, to give that physical card that says, here's a gift card for you, go out and actually use it at the golf course that you love to play. So don't think that the physical cards are gonna go away because they're not. Okay, and one of the major reasons why I bring this up now, because we are coming into the holiday season. November 1st through December 31st is considered that holiday season. And 40% of all gift card sales for the year happen in those two months. So it is imperative that you start to put together some promotions, get them up ASAP, and really start to take advantage of this time. Because... 
40% of gift card sales is a huge number and it's something that can really affect your top line and give you that cash flow that you need in a time that most golf courses have either shut down or they're at least slowed down a little bit from the temperatures that are out there that really aren't great to play golf in. So this gives you that added cash flow during a time that you definitely need to take advantage of it. A few other things, 59% of people spend more than the amount of money that they are trying to redeem off of the card. So it is not only getting them to come in and spend that amount, but it's getting them to spend additional money that you wouldn't have had if that person didn't have the gift card. So that's another really important thing that add on sales that can really increase that top line. And lastly, and I hate to say this, but I do it more times than not, 20% of people forget to use the gift cards that they receive. I did it today. I went to a restaurant and I have a gift card sitting at the house and I did not have it with me. And I so I had to pay with my regular card. So it ended up being a sale that could have been made with that card, but it's gonna have to wait for another time. So most people, they'll either lose it, they'll spend on a 50 dollar card they'll spend forty seven dollars and leave three dollars on there and that little bit of money that's on there you know that that can stay for a while or they just forget to use it at all so that's another very important thing that gift cards can do if somebody gives somebody cash to come and play golf at your golf course there's a good chance that if they go and spend 47 dollars at your golf course the other three dollars are going to go in their pocket if it's cash but if it's a gift card it's left on that gift card and you will either have them come in and buy a drink with it or they will actually forget to use it and or just say you know there's only three bucks on it it's not that big a deal and forget to use it or just choose not to use it ever again so that's income that you received that you know you wouldn't have had if it was a cash sale so really understand the importance of getting that money in gift card form is now a commitment to spend that money at your facility and that's something that a cash gift from friend to friend would not do for your business. So here's a few ways that we can do it. I've got four different things that you can do and a lot of different smaller bullet points underneath of that. But number one, the gift card could come with a promotion. Most golf courses that I see out there, they're like, oh yeah, we offer gift cards. It's $50 and you know, we'll give you a $50 gift card. Well, that doesn't incentivize anybody to buy a gift card. It is literally just cash for cash. There is no benefit at all for them to do that. So how about we give them a benefit? How about we do a 10% off of merchandise if they use their gift card? Okay, that's a good incentive to possibly do that. Most places that I know, I see it in a lot of restaurants, they do, you get an additional $10 if you buy a $50 gift card. Now that additional $10 can have a definite expiration date or a time that it's valid, like the month of January you can use it, or for some places it could be the month of March to kind of kickstart the season, you can use that. But I see that a lot with restaurants where they do a specific time. Carabas did a big one last year that was $50 of additional 
coupons for a $50 purchase of a gift card. So for the next five months, January through May, they gave you a $10 off coupon that you could use during that month. Now, what they try to do with that is now you have these $10 off coupons that you use when you go every single month to their restaurant. Now, most of us know that if we go to a restaurant, we're going to spend 50 or $60 every time we go. And if you take $10 off of that, it's $40. Well, you just bought a $50 gift card. You spent 40 of it. You have $10 left. You're going to come back. And for the next five months, you're going to be paying $150 extra that you wouldn't have paid for if you just bought a $50 gift card with no additional benefit. Are you starting to see how this is kind of driving sales? These gift cards are just a way to kind of get you into the door and start to generate your activity at that facility, at that restaurant, and utilizing that gift card to get you in and then start to use that additional promotion to keep you coming back to the facility and spending more money. Another thing you could do with a gift card promotion is a free round of golf or a cart fee or even a bucket of range balls. If you do a $25 gift card and you get a free range bucket, that range bucket really doesn't cost you a whole lot, but you do have $25 now that you didn't have that's dedicated to your facility that was literally cash before that transaction. Now, another thing that you can do is if somebody purchases something, you can give them a gift certificate or a gift card that has an expiration date. You can definitely make sure that you say if somebody buys a driver, they get a $10 gift card that they have to use during a certain time frame, or they can only use it for a certain type of merchandise that you have. For example, if you spend $300 in our golf shop, you get a $40 gift card to use on apparel before January 1. A set of golf clubs, you get $50 gift card with an expiration date or a type of product that you can use. In addition, you can use this for lesson packs. It's a really great way to build a holiday gift idea. Getting somebody the gift of the game through buying a gift card so that they can use it for lessons in the upcoming season. Really easy sell if you really are confident with what you do and how you teach. Also, by utilizing gift cards, it really makes it a fluid transaction. So if somebody takes a lesson from you, then you can just swipe it right off the card and take out that dollar amount. If they decide after two lessons that they don't want to take any more lessons or you are the most amazing golf instructor and have taught them how to be a scratch golfer and now they want to utilize the additional $180 on the card to buy a Scotty Cameron putter, then you have the fluidity to be able to do that. Now, lastly, and this only really applies to places that have restaurants and can do it. You can put together a separate gift card for food and beverage to have people come and spend money at the restaurant only. This will highly increase your food and beverage sales. And with the higher margins that we have in the restaurant area, it can definitely open up that promotion profitability that we really look for. So these are just a few of the ideas that I have. Please contact me. All of my information is at the outro of the podcast. I'd love to hear your feedback on some of the things that you do to promote your gift cards. 
Like I've always said, the whole reason why I've done this podcast is so that we can start the conversation that starts to raise the waterline of the golf industry. And with your feedback and with the growth of this podcast, we can definitely start to help all those people that are either wanting to come back to the game that have never heard about the game and are really trying to figure out a way to get here or those people that only play once or twice a week because they don't know how they can get back. We can potentially show them new ways to get to the golf course and enjoy the game that we've all come to love. Have a great week. See ya. Thanks for listening to this week's Find the Green podcast with PGA Master Professional, Jason Rockhold. Hit subscribe now to get the latest Find the Green podcast with new episodes uploaded every week. Email your questions and comments to jrockhold at pga.com or reach out on your favorite social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Find the Green. 